Welcome to the Coffee Snobs Podcast, where we just really love good coffee. So grab your cup of coffee and join us each episode as we explore any and everything coffee-related. From pour-overs to lattes to the coffee experience, we explore it all because life is too short to drink bad coffee. Here we go. Welcome back to another episode of the Coffee Snobs Podcast. Hello. This is episode nine. Nine. Refining your palate. Uh, We're going to call this part two of our series, How to Know What You Don't Know. Hmm. And uh, I, for one, am very excited because... Chad's back with us. Yes, he is. Hey guys, Probationary period. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that passed. I'm off proba- probation. I still don't know what I was on probation for, but I'm glad that. Well, now we the don't world want to talk knows. about it. Yeah, we, me and Tyler secret, said we weren't so going to say. Sorry, it, talk I've about already it. said too much. Today's topic uh, is refining your palate. We've had several listeners who have uh, reached out and said they're enjoying what we're covering, and but it seems like we have quite a few people who are. Maybe not new to coffee, but they've been drinking their standard coffee for a while, and they're maybe looking into expanding the types of coffee that they enjoy or they drink or maybe yeah. brew at home. Yeah. So we thought this would be a good topic to talk about. Um, what are some good steps you can take to refining your palate, finding out what you truly like? Yeah. So, I mean, that is, that's you know, our whole goal is really to educate you and, you know, with the coffee snobs, so, that's what we do. But, uh, before, before we get started, yeah, me, uh, hold on. Before we do get started, d- d- do. uh, I made an error last week on the podcast and yeah, I wanted to I address very, it. I was very disappointed in you. I know. Look, okay. So here's the thing. I'm going to try to start cross-referencing my information because there's a pretty vile. Did you know that Google is not always 100% correct? Well, it wasn't even the Google. I didn't even, I, well, I actually. It was the, just a brain The fart? issue was that you were trying to use these strange metric correct. numbers yeah, and we're to, just I mean, to sound fancy Seriously. and snobbery. And then, and then I botched it all up. So it is not one gram of caffeine. Yeah, we're talking about the recommended caffeine. FDA amount of caffeine this a good for a daily party. For, and we, Aaron, I think you said it was it's, a gram. Yeah, I said it was a gram and it's not. It's 400 milligrams. Mm. And so, a more than double. It's a, yeah, but I will say this I just recently came across a drink that has 300 milligrams in one 12 ounce drink. Is it a uh, rock star or energy or no, is it a it's coffee not. drink? Yeah, I'm going to leave the name out. But it's just, it's like a pre-workout drink that oh, okay. they sell it. So not a coffee at, drink. No, they sell it at, it. there is a coffee flavor, Ugh. but oh my God, like give you heart palpitations. Yeah. But yeah. I just wanted to write that wrong because yeah, I know. 400 milligrams is still a good bit. I mean, if you're, what were we saying in an eight ounce cup of drip coffee, that's like roughly 80 milligrams. Right. So you could drink five, six cups of coffee and still not right. have heart palpitations, <laughs> possibly. So, yeah, I wanted to fix that, but uh, let's get into it. So, uh, what's new with you, Chad? Hey, what's going off? on? How you doing, guys? Uh, yeah. I, what's what's new uh, with coffee? I just got back from Greenville, South Carolina, uh-huh. uh, which is one of my favorite little places to visit. Uh, just a quick little road trip this morning, and 
stop by Methodical Coffee on the way out. You, you've been to Methodical? I have not been to Methodical. I have not traveled down to Greenville, Tyler, but I've heard many good is, things about it. So. Yeah, this is one of uh, Greenville's hidden, well, that's not really a secret. It's really good. Yeah, but, cool. It's good. Um, they, they do a lot of pour overs. You know, they've got a, a nice pour over station, uh, but they obviously um, roast their own beans, I guess, mm-hmm. because I bought some beans from there. Beautiful facility, too. Oh, yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah. It's, Leather and. Oh. No, uh, no, no. Oh. Well, they do have some. They do have some kind of uh, uh, wood. Yeah, they do have wood, but it, but it's. It, I mean, it's very elegant. Like they've got a lot of gold <laughs> trim. Uh, their decorative dishes. I mean, they get, their their espresso machine yes. has a custom artwork on it. I was going to take a picture, but I got distracted. I actually have a picture. Uh, I'm sure. Yeah, yes, I've been there a few oh, times. Yeah. Is it a, La, a La Marzica or yeah, it's a okay. La Marzica, but it, they have a custom paint job on it. It actually is the same pattern as on the bag. Dude, yeah. I didn't realize. Yeah, I didn't realize Dude. that. Now, uh, yeah, it's got flowers or whatever. The facility is very nice because the entire front of it, it's like a, it's like a, a portion of a of a large commercial building, but the entire front is glass. I mean, it's I don't know twenty feet of glass at the front very mm-hmm. apple-ish okay. apple store-ish um, and so it's very light and bright in there but anyway it's, they, they do ha- they do really good coffee I, I would put it in that same category of not just coffee yeah good, um, good vibe good coffee good yeah. people yeah uh, denim and leather aprons so that's you know, another that's characteristic good. of a good coffee that, shop yeah that's, that's a pro I mean come Sweet. on but anyways but that's what's new with me what's new what? with you uh, me not in the coffee world, not really too much. I'm currently drinking a latte I made here in the Lock Doc Studios, and it's quite tasty. Did you, did you get the uh, Uganda beans, or did you no, bring your own beans? He's a counterculture. Counterculture. Counter in the hopper. Love the good Big Trouble. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Not much for me. Uh, I am trying to uh, slowly um, Restrain my caffeine content because I'm currently right now because of the level of coffee that You're is here at Lockdown. Milligrams, easy. Okay. I'm exceeding by like twelve o'clock. It's oh. it's it's quite bad. My drive home like is impressive. It's faster than your drive. Oh my work. god, it's like crazy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it for me. Cool. So that's new in the coffee game. Uh, so moving on to today's topic. Yep. Expanding your palate. Yeah. Um, so let me I, let me lead this one start in because I'm excited about this one about. because I think this is a very good journey to to get us uh, into the coffee snobbery. You're on ramp. We're trying to turn you into a coffee snob. That's correct. Listeners. So uh, the question is, how do you figure out what you like, your taste? Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to ask you, Tyler, okay. if. I have a very minimal setup at the house. Okay, I have a Mister Coffee or a Keurig. Let's just sure. go. Let's go down to yep. as narrow as, or as wide as we can. Got a Keurig, and how do I try different coffees and find out what I like? Well, um, relating to uh, a personal anecdote, basically, one way that as a good starting point, I would say, rather than spending a lot of money on equipment and expensive coffee beans that you might come to find out, eh, this is maybe not my thing. Start off with the easiest option, the point of least resistance. Go to a coffee shop. I mean, Starbucks is acceptable, but try to find, you know, what we would 
consider maybe a, a good coffee shop in your area and just start trying different drinks. Uh, let's say all you're used to is your Keurig at home. Okay, well, go to a good coffee shop and say, hey, I'd like a latte. And you kind of know your own personal preferences regarding flavors, like do you enjoy vanilla drinks or caramel, stuff like that. So maybe you could start off at a, a coffee shop and you're getting a good reference point. If you go to, if for instance, if you went to Not Just Coffee in Charlotte and said, can I have a vanilla latte, please? You would then know what a very high quality yeah. vanilla latte likes. And then you could, you know, try other drinks and brewing methods. And eh, maybe this is not my favorite, but that way you're not necessarily investing a lot of time and money in a home setup, but you're able to kind of get a wide base and find what you might most be interested in. Yeah. So just to remind you, this is the broad stroke wide yeah. view. We're going to paint a pyramid for yep. you today on refining your palate. And we would say the easiest getting a good foundation is how do you know you don't like cappuccino if you've never had one right so. sure yeah so find a place i mean you don't have to invest in all the equipment to try it you go somewhere that yeah. that does it well and and try that that's just a thought yeah no it's it's a, I, I think it's a good place a good way to start i'm trying to think through like how what? do how do you how do you define right what is i mean we, t- we talked about that in other episodes how do you how do you find a good coffee shop because yep. To, to exactly what you just said, I mean, you go to a place like Starbucks or maybe it's your, your local restaurant and you order a cappuccino there sure. versus right a different different coffee shop, you're going to get a completely different flavor. But obviously that is completely different compared to Keurig. True. Right. Well, for, for me personally, I'll give an example. Um, I had a Keurig, obviously, as discussed previously, would drink it for just if I needed to have some kind of coffee. But I'm going to tell them myself. I think probably the first latte I ever had was at a Starbucks, and it was probably some super sugary latte. Yeah. Me, me naturally, I just I have a little bit of a sweet tooth, so I know that I I would enjoy a sweet thing. But once I had uh, a vanilla butterscotch, whatever from from Starbucks, I was like, oh, I like this idea of a latte. And then the next, when I went to somewhere and tried a plain latte, I was like, oh. I still like how a latte, the consistency of, you know, milk to coffee, but a plain latte is not going to be very sweet other than the sweetness you kind of get from the just the milk. So I was like, okay, well, this is one end of the spectrum versus a, a pumpkin spice or whatever, you know, is on the super sugary side. So I know that maybe I can try a plain vanilla latte. That's something that most places you go, even if they don't have a lot of flavors. Yeah, they're going to have you're vanilla. You're pretty much standard vanilla, uh, excuse me, latte choices at most places is going to be possibly like a vanilla and a caramel yeah i think i think the the point is of this is there's there's got to be a starting point sure like you know for me my take my refining the palate is is drastically different but yeah but i think it's it's I don't know if I like this. Well, now I try it, and then I can rule it out if I do like it or I don't. Yeah, and so that leads you down the path. So let's say next step. All right, let's say you've you've figured out. Okay, you know what? I like lattes. So I've, if I've only ever had, for instance, a Starbucks latte, what's the next step in like finding a more refined palette? Like, are you going to go to a, a nicer coffee shop and and try? So I think I think you know you bringing in the lattes and and talking like about the sugary drinks is the first step in the coffee journey because I think not a lot of people 
will go straight black coffee, right? So they're going to go sugary drinks in that journey. But I think the refining, there's so many variables in those sugar drinks. Like Chad said, you could go to one place and get one and go to the other. And you start, when you go to black coffee or pour overs, you're removing a massive amount of data. And you can, to me, that's when you really start refining your palate. It's, you're, you're picking your taste out on those yeah. others. It's not refining your palate where you can say this is over extracted or under extracted, or I like this bean versus I like that bean. There's so much caramel and syrup or sugar in those other drinks that literally it's just what tastes good to you. It's, I don't think that that's refining the palate. I could be wrong. I, I, I it's interesting kind of thinking through this and listening because I'm, I'm down the path what Tyler's talking about. Like, I, probably my first introduction to a latte would have been at a Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And it was a, most likely a flavored. Sure. Right? So, like you just said, very, very sugary. Um, and then, you know, we and we talked about it on the earlier episodes. You know, went to a place like Not Just Coffee, which yeah. is a nicer coffee shop. And got a... Uh, just a plain latte or a vanilla latte or vanilla sugar latte from there. Well, now you're, it's a different type of a sweetness flavor. Right. Yeah. Well, then when you go to a, just a regular latte there or, or something that it doesn't have the flavor added into it, now you're getting a robust flavor because of the bean. Sure. You're actually tasting. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and what you're saying on the black coffee, if you drink it with no milk, nothing in it, if you go from your Mr. Coffee or your your Keurig or your cafe regular like restaurant right. coffee, the water to bean ratio right. is completely off and it's watered down. It it just yeah. leaves that weird taste in your mouth. Well, now that you change that to a good coffee shop that actually pays attention to those ratios, I remember one of the first black cups of coffee that I ever enjoyed was at Water Bean up here in Charlotte because okay. it was a uh, water bean coffee shop. It, they did a siphon brew. Yep. And I drank the entire, I don't know, it was a 12-ounce cup of coffee black because it was so flavorful. Yeah. And you could actually taste the the roasting notes in it yeah. versus it be, just being that over. Yeah, I think you tasted it. And then shortly after, you went and bought a siphon brew. Yes, yeah. Because I was like, this is this is amazing because I would have typically put half and half in it. That's my normal yep. go-to. And I drank that entire cup of coffee black, and it, it tasted amazing. But I never would have gotten to that point. And that's why I guess what I'm, I'm trying to pull in from both sides. I never would have gotten to that point had it not been that other journey sure. kind of refining and, the power. And I think for me, I, I have to remember how I started. I started drinking black coffee like two shots of espresso in drip yeah. coffee. So I, that that was that was where I started. I didn't start with sugary, you know, drinks. I didn't even on yeah. the Keurig, I I don't have a sweet tooth. I really enjoy black coffee. So when when I'm giving my perspective, I really want you to understand like yeah. it, 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 understanding where you came from. If you came from where you poured, you know, 4 ounces of sugary syrup yeah. into a four ounce cup of coffee have a little coffee with your sugar right and so you know but for instance my wife uh she you know is a is a creamer junkie loves it but over the last like year she barely puts any cream in it and it's just she started to refine her palate and really 
understand that she really likes this type of coffee yeah. and where she can coffee's not sweet right and so if you have a sweet tooth you're going to add something to it sure. right you're going to have steamed milk that's going to pull out the sugars uh or you're going to add syrup to it coffee has no sugar sweet like flavors or tones of it at all yeah and so if you have a sweet tooth like tyler does you're going to add you know yeah. drinks but i, I want to take us down to the second and the, the next level the of rabbit the, hole sure and again so you you the listener have your own personal taste you could either be on my end where i, I typically enjoy sweeter stuff or errands and it's not to say that you ever in developing your palate you have to get to where you enjoy black coffee right if i have a good quality cup of drip coffee or pour over whatever i can definitely drink it black now yeah um i don't think just being honest with myself that would all be my preference going forever but i mean just because you don't enjoy black coffee does not necessarily mean you don't have a refined palate yeah like you were saying aaron so if we're going to go the next level uh of the yep of the of the pyramid i want to just pause real quick if you've been on this journey and you've refined your palate and any of the things that we're talking about kind of aligns with you, please let us know because we we love data, okay? So, you know, I'm we love to hear from our listeners to what they're what they're doing, what journey they're currently on. I just had someone reach out to us on the Instagram and talked about they just bought their first pour over setup. Oh, and I mean, that, that's what we like to hear. We love to hear that, you know, we're helping you on your journey. They ask for what type of coffee to get in their area and so i looked it up to see if they had counterculture in the area because we we you know agree that that's a good one Mm -hmm. um and i think they ordered a bag because they couldn't get in their area so uh but diving down uh in this rabbit hole there are a if you're doing pour over and you're trying to refine your palate uh there is a ridiculous amount of of different ways to refine your palate um one of the things that uh, a lot of people will talk about and suggest is understanding sour versus bitter. Now, I understand we went from adding sugary drinks in this conversation to yeah. now understanding sour and bitter, but that's really where you're going to start refining your palate and understand, I like this being from this origin at this roast, because I think that's when you get to that point, that's when this is a desirable beverage and not a caffeinated thing that gets you through the day. So so maybe, correct me if I'm wrong, Aaron, what you're saying, like the next level, let's say, okay, you've established, hey, I think I like pour overs. Yep. I've invested in a, a setup. Yep. Maybe the simplest thing is next to, let me find, like you are a big fan of Ethiopians. Let yep. me find what kind of coffee I enjoy. So yep. before maybe you're trying to dial in the sour notes or whatever, let's say, hey, I've tried this bag of counterculture and uh, another bag of counterculture, but they're two different roasts. Yeah. And I found out that I typically like bag B. Yeah. So you kind of established, uh, this is a coffee that I enjoy and this is a method. Yep. In this case, pour overs that I enjoy. Yeah. So then you, so, you add it to your baseline and now you're working on refining your power. Yeah. Let me take more. a step uh back forward a little bit i may have jumped a little too deep into that real quick of but because i can have a tendency to jump into i mean come on like i have one mode it's just over the head so what i would say is if you want to refine it at home 
go buy multiple bags of beans. Yes. L- l- okay. Go buy all of the counterculture. Like this is a good thing. Go buy all of the counterculture bags and make a cup of coffee from each bag. I recommend at least two different pour overs to kind of balance each other out. Okay. Two but different from the two same. Different, nope. Two different from different bags. So different, you would buy okay. two different bags and make two different pour overs and then drink those one, like take a sip of one, take a sip of the other and kind of, you could like waver them out. Like, you know, one, I like this one. I don't like this one. I like this one as it gets colder, cooler. I like this one. And that's it. That is a very easy way to do it. But I would recommend if you're going to do that, Hmm. like get multiple bags, right? So like try, try five, I know five cups of coffee. I know that's expensive. I know it is. So I'm not, uh, but like you got friends, grab, each yeah. week buy a bag and come over. I don't have any friends. Oh, well, I mean, poor Tyler. <laughs> the, the, uh, to kind of build off that, I remember when I first started, it was more of a French press instead of a pour over, okay. but same philosophy. And I went to, at that time, Trader Joe's and just bought, because the beans there were, were cheap. Yeah. Right? So you could get a French roast, you could get an Italian roast, you could get all of the different flavors and then start trying it. And it's, I mean, you can quickly go... This is Too not dark. something that I like, yeah. or this is, okay, this is working. And so it's almost like like you're talking about going very broad, mm-hmm. start knocking off the ones you don't like versus the ones that you do. And then once you kind of say, okay, I like you know the, the Ethiopian blend, right. well, now let's go in and start investing in some better beans yeah. right. along that line. Yeah, so maybe you're not sinking in like a lot of money to – five or six bags like it's your first step that might be more like a right. second third something like that yeah i mean so so like for instance me and me and my wife when we got a pour over we already had a a, a breville but i went to harris teeter and i literally bought i think i spent almost a hundred dollars <laughs> at harris teeter i got bought starbucks a bag i bought the Pete's. i bought um, wow! Counterculture. I mean, I literally bought like Jittery Joes. I mean, I bought every style I could in the same vein of a light roast to try the different ones out. And one because I knew nothing about coffee. Like, like I was. I mean, yes, I'd been drinking it, but I didn't know how to make it. Yeah. Like I was just going to places and getting it. And so I spent a lot of money, and I made a ton of cold brew because. <laughs> Uh, I could just take and literally what I didn't like, I just ground it up and made cold brew out of it. And that's so a, a, yeah, that's yeah, a, a yeah. that's a great thing, Aaron. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Um, cold brew, as we talked about a little bit on a previous episode, it's a good way to take a bean that maybe you don't enjoy, yeah, and still have a a good mellow cup of coffee. So that's that's yeah. a great idea. Mellow it out. If you find a bean that you just spent, oh man, I spent ten bucks on this bag and I don't really enjoy it, rather than it maybe going to waste you could do it as a cold brew. Yeah, so there there is a there's a there's a make multiple cups of coffee, right? Try them together, you know, and and see what you like. I I'm going to say pick up an Ethiopian bag. I'm just going to throw that out there. Like I I believe that most people that even if you don't like coffee, an Ethiopian light roast is a great place to start. Good you're, starting point. Um you're going to get some uh you're going to get some notes 
Uh, some, some sweet some lemon floral notes. Right. So, and, and listen, we're going to get on the notes and tones because it is a, God, why did why do they do this? Like marketing, if you, baby. I, but if you ever look at the the actual flavor wheel or tone, wheel, it's ridiculous. <laughs> somebody somebody really was trying to make this snobbery, like. Uh, so, and I think what you're talking about as far as starting to taste multiple cups. If you want to know the official snobbish term for what most people say, oh, I did a taste test. The the technical term is a cupping. Cupping, and that just sounds much fancier it so, does you know and and by the way legit. uh not just coffee if you follow them on instagram and you're in the charlotte area i want to say on thursdays they do some cuppings they do cuppings uh and it's open to the public i believe not just uh, not not just counterculture at all of their they have like i don't know what they're called but they have cupping they do yeah uh, uh but there's not a lot i, I think yeah, the closest right. one to us is in durham but not just uh, a place that offers counterculture, but counterculture uh, distributors or whatever the yeah. word would be. I'm wondering though, and this is purely uh, speculative. I wonder if you went into a decent coffee shop and you said, "Hey, I'm trying to figure out my palate. Can is can I get a small sample?" Okay, you're have going, you tried that? Yeah, hold on. Oh. I, yes. I've so gone, you're go, you're going to Minnesota okay. in a few so, weeks, right? Uh, yeah. There is a place called uh and i need it, to go in there and say i don't know what i like no they oh. offer a coffee flight oh Ooh, they like offer they okay. offer a six ounce coffee flight you get three different cups of six ounce coffee and it is a great idea dude cool. that is genius seriously genius what brewing method like just pour overs it's or? all they do pour, all pour overs sweet and they now they have the automatic pour over heads yeah, yeah. It is, it's, it's a it's a cool shop but that, um, i mean that's that's I, I feel like that's the way to do it and if coffee shops aren't capitalizing on that like that is it, because then you're taking away some of the unknown you're welcoming people in and you're yeah. allowing them to to be able to taste it all right there with uh I, I would think that any like what we would consider a good coffee shop that cares about what they're doing would probably be accommodating now yeah. don't go in at nine o'clock in the morning when there's 10 people in line and say well can you try you know yeah uh but within reason i, I would think any barista worth their salt would be like yeah hey, let, let me turn you on to a few different things and see what you enjoy sure that's that's a good idea um so aaron we've talked about you know finding a, a type of coffee that you like and a method if you're if you're testing this at home um if you want to get like super nerdy, though, what what do you think would be a, a good way to refine your palate even further? So there is uh, using the word the term cupping. There is a cupping actual document that walks you through how to record the information. Uh, yes, it gets that, and it gets. That a nerdy document, a, a cupping document. Don't uh, Google that; you might find something that yeah, you don't want to. So, so I, also, I'm going to throw this out there. There's a gentleman on YouTube, James Huffman, H O F F M A N N. James, this guy is incredible. So, if you're in your coffee journey and we're not giving you enough nerdery, 
go to him and watch his stuff. But he has a cupping video on there of how to properly cup, uh, how to refine your palate um, and tasting. And so it, it's he goes into major detail, but it talks about the document and how to properly do it, how to understand sour versus bitter, how to uh, refine your grind. So if it's bitter, bigger grinds, sour, mm-hmm. smaller grinds, mm-hmm. where you can really start to dial in. I like this bean, but today it's 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 off a little bit. What do I do? How do you understand sour? Sour's on the side of your tongue, bitter's on the back of your tongue. I know this. I, I'm trying to tiptoe lightly over the snobbery and the deep hole this is, but it that's where you can get with refining your palate. And uh, um, so, uh, so guys, I just want you to know they're both making fun of me right now. So I would never make fun of you. Him the stank eye. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. And like I said, we'll, we'll be up front. We are coffee snobs and nerds, uh, but we don't want to give you incorrect information. Correct. And the, I've seen a couple of this guy's videos. I think he's got like a British accent. Yeah. He's, he's very good. So, uh, we'll put some links to maybe his videos. He, you know he's legit because he's British. Um, <laughs> we will put some links to those videos in our show notes. Yeah. So check that out on YouTube. But um, I hope I hope this. I, I know it was kind of like a light into uh, how to know how to know what you don't know, and I know it's a gentle touch. You know, wasn't going too deep. I think though it's a valid conversation. You've got a lot of people that are hey, I drink coffee every morning to mm-hmm. wake up yep. and they almost maybe don't have, I don't know, maybe they're, I don't, I don't want to use the word scared, but there's a little bit of hesitation yep. to what's, what's next, what else is out there. Sure. And once they have tasted something that is different or better, then they're like, Oh wow. Yeah. It's a yeah. whole new world, but it's, it's a, a removing that barrier to entry, removing that hesitation of, you know, I don't really know what I'm supposed to order, or how to order it, or what I'm supposed to get is what you're going to get the benefit out of, and 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 the the process of not really knowing what you don't know. So it's, exactly, yeah. I mean, it's like in anything in life. How do you know you don't like something if you've never tried it? My kid's like, "Ooh, I don't like this Brussels sprout." Well, I'm okay if you don't like a Brussels sprout, but have you ever tried one? So part of it is maybe keeping an open mind and just you know. Hey, I'm I'm gonna try a different type of bean today, or a different type of brewing if it's uh, available to me. And you know what? I might find out I don't like it, but that's the worst that could happen. What's the best thing? Oh, I enjoy this. Let me dive further down the rabbit holes Aaron likes to do, and and really hone in on this something I didn't realize I even enjoyed. Yeah. So so I hope today uh, was good. I'm glad to have Chad back on the show. I am too. Um, hopefully he won't go back into probation. If he's on probation, we won't speak of it anymore. It'll be this <laughs> super secret. <laughs> Always good to see you, gentlemen. Uh, yeah. So that about wraps it up for this episode. We're gonna, uh, going to continue how to know what you don't know on the next episode. Um, but for now, guys, if anybody needs to get a hold of you, Aaron, where can they reach you? Uh, on Instagram at Aaron Beaver, A-A-R-O-N-B-E-A-V-E-R. Chad? Lockdoc.net slash connect. L-O-C-D-O-C? Yep. And me, Tyler, uh, Ty Dancy, T-Y-D-A-N-C-Y. So uh, as we wrap up, guys, if you've been enjoying what we've been doing, first off, we really appreciate all the comments and uh, shout outs we've been having but 
what would really help us out is if you could take you know 30 seconds go to itunes give us a, a review or a like if you can just help that just helps us spread the word so we can you know hopefully reach a larger audience we so, all want to be influencers five stars five stars hashtag hosted <laughs> yes please if you give us a review five stars five stars hashtag ad uh anyway that hashtag coffee snobs podcast that about does it for episode nine uh, i think so and we will see you guys again shortly adios peace